Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday, the 16th of February. Thank God it is Friday. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, we had another good night in the US, bouncing back on uh, better than expected in terms of weaker than expected, I guess, retail sales, which may be putting uh, the Fed back on course to cut rates sooner rather than later. At least that's what the market thought. Dow Jones closing up 349 points or 0.91%, 38,773. It had a high of 358 up, which was pretty close to its close, a low of minus 26. NASDAQ lagging a little bit, though. We did have NASDAQ up 0.3 of a percent, 47 points, 15,906. The big tech stocks taking a little bit of a break as the rally broadened. We had the S&P 500 up 0.58% in the middle for Diddle, 29 points, 5,030. But the big winner last night was the Russell 2000, which has rallied back pretty much what it lost the other day. 2.5% up last night, 49 points to 2,061. The VIX Volatility Index down 1.9% to 14.16. Won't worry too much about that. The S&P ASX SPY futures up 72 points. So we had a 58-point rise yesterday. Resources struggling on the back of that BHP right down for Samarco and the nickel business in WA. And that really weighed on that. But banks pretty solid. And the index today is going to look pretty solid again as well. Over in Europe, the markets there were also positive. Stock 600 up 0.7, FTSE up 0.4, despite the UK slipping into a technical recession. Uh, Germany up 0.6 and France up 0.9. So going pretty much gangbusters over there. We did also see Japan and Hong Kong better in Asia. China, of course, still on their Lunar New Year break. In the US bond yields, which uh, did fall slightly, helping equity markets too. 0.4 basis points for 10 years, 4.242, the two years pretty much unchanged, 4.58, and the Aussie 10 uh, slightly now below where the US one is, Aussie 10, 4.18%, down 5.9 basis points. We did get that unemployment number yesterday showing a rise to 4.1%, uh, that really helping there. Uh, We did see uh, data out from the US last night. Retail sales dropping 0.8% in January, which was much more than the 0.3% decline expected uh, by analysts. So that was um, a little bit of a concern for the strength of the US consumer. Maybe they spent so much in November and December, they didn't have any money left for January. So uh, that is um, some numbers there. Uh, The S&P is a new all-time high. So um, that is a a good thing, I guess. Uh, Also, UBS shares its highest conviction U.S. equity themes for the next 6 to 24 months. Tactical U.S. equity themes capture opportunities that cannot be expressed. Uh, They have seven themes that they are looking at. The housing recovery, uh, select uh, semiconductor stocks, diabetes and obesity, investing in self-help, uh, made in America stocks like Boeing and Salesforce, pricing power standouts, Apple, 
and time for quality. They include Exxon Mobil. So there we go. A few thoughts from UBS last night on some of the themes in the U.S. Looking at U.S. stocks last night, Nvidia down 1.7%, AMD down 1.1%, Netflix up 2.4%, Meta up 2.3%, Tesla having a cracking night last night up 6.2%. Not completely sure why. Maybe that move to Texas is the responsible for that rise. Amazon down 0.7, Alphabetti Spaghetti down 2.2, Microsoft down 0.7, Apple down 0.2, Warren Buffett has been reducing his Apple exposure. And we did see U.S. banks doing very well last night. Bank of America up 2.8%, Morgan Stanley and Goldman's up 2%, Citigroup up 2.3% as well. So good news there for U.S. banks. And uh, maybe that is going to have some impact today on our banks, which have been rock steady in the uh, Australian market. 54 S&P 500 stocks hit new 52-week highs as well. Uh, They included uh, Disney, Netflix, Ralph Lauren, JP Morgan, MasterCard, Uber doing very well. So that's uh, good news for Ubers. Uh, As far as uh, commodities go, in overseas trade, Brent crude are rallying 1.7%, $1.39, dollars That's quietly just creeping up, isn't it? WTI, $1.38 higher, $1.8, up, $78.50. Gold, well, we did see the US dollar index come off on the back of those retail sales numbers. Gold perked up, $13.90 or 0.7%, just lifting its head above the $2,000 level. We did see that US dollar index down 0.4% last night on the back of the retail numbers. And the Aussie dollar improved as well, 65.22. Platinum doing well up 1%. Silver bouncing back 2.4%. LME copper 1.3% higher. Nickel down 0.5%. Aluminium down 0.6%. Zinc up 1.7, lead up 1.2, tin down 0.3 of a percent. Nothing stirring in iron ore, obviously. Uranium pretty stable at $103. Overseas, we did see a bit of a pickup in those lithium stocks. Arcadium up 4%, Arbamile up 2.7%, SQM up 2.3%. Sigma, though, missing out on the memo, down 0.1%. In other resource stocks, BHP was down 0.4%. Of a percent in overseas ADR trade. Rio up 0.7. We had Glencore down 0.1. Freeport up 2.8. Vale down 0.3. Not really being affected by that Samarco write down that we saw for BHP. So uh, maybe we'll see a bit of a bounce today in BHP. Oil and gas stocks better. ExxonMobil up 2.9%. Chevron up 3.4%. Shell though, again, they missed the memo, down 1.3%. CBA overseas was up 1.6%. We had Avita Health up 2.1%. And James Hardy continuing to rally off those uh, post-result sell-off. 2.1% higher. And ResMed, 1.1% higher as well. Lots of results once again out today from our market. And we'll run through a few of them. A few of the big ones uh, coming out. ASX has reported first off underlying NPAT. 230.5 230.5 million, and the market looks as if it was going for 240.8. Uh, revenue was 511.7, market had uh, 515.9 in there. Interim dividend $1.12, fully franked. Guidance 
total expense growth expected to remain within the previously stated range of between 12 to 15 percent. That is a lot, isn't it? Dividend payout ratio range 80 to 90 percent. Capital expenditure guidance remains between 110 to 140. You can drive a small bus through that. Anyway, that is the way of things. We had uh, DTL yesterday, had a nasty old day. Results uh, prompting a 13% fall in that one. Uh, We did see some uh, analyst commentary this morning. UBS has downgraded but raised their target to $8.40. Morgan Stanley has downgraded and lowered their target to $8.10. JP Morgan has lowered their target to $8.50 from $8.80. Maintains a neutral. Uh, We have Goldman Sachs lowering to $8.10 from $8.30. And Wilson's analyst is uh, certainly a lot more bullish, maintains a target of $9.60 and an overweight there in terms of its uh, forecasts. Uh, We have had Link Administration out this morning. Uh, No, that's rather, it's a preview of what's happening next week, so we won't look at that. Uh, Corporate Travel Management has appointed James Spence as Global CFO. Uh, He has over 13 years of experience of a CFO of a large international business across Australasia, North America and Europe. So it looks like a pretty good hire there. Um, We've also seen GQG partners out this morning, reported FY NPAT 282.5. The market looks as if it was going for around, well, between 273 and 284. So it looks like a beat uh, slightly there. Net revenue 517.6. A final dividend unfranked, uh, 0.026 per CDI. There's a CDI, Chess Depository Interest there. We've had some news out this morning from Tyro Payments settling its legal action against Kunta uh, to pay uh, $10 million to Tyro. That does clear the deck a little bit. Abacus Storage King REITs has reported H1FFO of... Point oh three financial guidance, full year guidance reaffirms FY distribution guidance six cents. Uh, operating revenue one hundred and three point two a year ago. It was ninety three point six. Deterra royalties out. Of course, Deterra is a derivative of BHP's iron ore income. It's reported H one NPAT seventy eight point seven, which looks as if it's a slight beat. Revenue one hundred and eighteen point nine, uh, which was pretty much bang in line. Interim dividend fourteen. cents there. Uh, We've also seen uh, QBE and uh, IAG results out this morning. Uh, QBE uh, was, uh, let's just run through them. We've got IAG, first half NPAP, 407 million. Market was going for 428, apparently, according to the email I got. Announces a $200 million share buyback. Reaffirms FY24 guidance of insurance profit 1.2 to 1.45 billion, a dividend 10 cents fully franked to 40%, uh, 9 cents was last year. Underlying insurance margin, well, pretty steady, 13.7 versus 13.8, but maybe a little bit underwhelming there. We did see QBE out this morning, adjusted cash profit 1.36 billion. Uh, the street uh, was going for around 1.4 billion. Outlook didn't really do much in terms of guidance. Constant currency GWP, which is gross written premiums growth in the mid-single digits. Uh, Combined operating ratio 93.5. Exit running yield of 4.6%. A little bit of a roundup of Goodman Group uh, yesterday. Stunning performance, 7% higher. 
Analysts have now pronounced their judgments. Uh, Macquarie's raised its target to $31.81. That's from $26.52. UBS analysts, these are somewhat confusing, has downgraded but raised its target to $29.25. JP Morgan has raised its target to $28 from $25.50. Baron Joey has raised its target to $28, maintains overweight. And Jefferies has raised their target to $32.98 from $31.04. Promedicus had a bit of a shocker yesterday, a market darling. Uh, just a quick run through of the analyst commentary there. We had JP Morgan raising its target to 104 bucks. We had Baron Joey raising its target to 93 from 72 And CLSA has downgraded the uh, recommendation to underperform, but it has raised its target from 100 well, from $88.80 to $100, bucks, uh, the target raised by Morgans to $85 from $74 in that one. So plenty going on today. We've also seen uh, MP, uh, AP Eagles rather, issues a cyber instant update and it is aware of a third-party claim suggesting data published online um, and... Seven West Media is investing 5.25 million in Mad Paws for a holding of 10.8% stake. So I don't quite know what Mad Paws is. Maybe just an angry canine. Uh, Bell Financial Group out with their results this morning. Uh, NPAT uh, 24.3. Market was going for around uh, 20. Uh, sorry, 31.8. Uh, revenue was better though. Final dividend four cents a share, and in CleanAway has confirmed guidance for 2024. We're also getting uh, Ingham's out today as well. 46 of the ASX 200 stocks have reported earnings. 56% were higher on the day of earnings release with an average gain of 1% according to Comsec. So um, that is of interest, I guess, as we go through reporting season. Super Thursday behind us. We've got another week of uh, big news, of course, next week, and uh, certainly some big news out today with the ASX and uh, IAG and QBE. More on that in my stuff this morning, a little bit of a, an update on uh, QBE and IAG at first take of that. Of course, analysts call to come on that one. Also some uh, commentary on Telstra and TWE. Uh, the market seemed to like the TWE result yesterday. Looks as if they're holding back some of the Penfolds wine in the hope that they get a little bit of good news out of China. Uh, that may be expected as early as March. Uh, Telstra, well, did you ever really buy it for growth? It is tech in a cardi after all, but they did raise the dividend. Uh, guidance was narrowed. Um, the market took that as a slight downgrade uh, to that. They certainly have some uh, issues with their NAS business but their mobile business seems to be going well and maybe the market is underestimating the power they have in pushing through price rises for mobile plans, not so much churn as some had anticipated. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. Looks as if the market is going to finish the week on a pretty good note. And, uh, of course, we've got a, a pretty big number coming out from the US tonight. Well, it now looks as if it's a lot more focus on it with the PPI number coming out there tonight. But the US train... Uh, the U.S. reach for the sky uh, continues onwards and upwards. Have a great day, and as, my, as always, may the trading gods be with you.